The Viridian Nutrition range of 200 plus award-winning products includes vitamins, minerals, herbs, nutritional oils, specialty supplements, tinctures and balms. All formulated to be helpful, efficacious and pure. By choosing our Viridian Nutrition range, you are one step closer to your goal of 100% wellness. Ethical vitamins with an organic heart. Available at all Browns outlets. Browns and you. There are billions of women passing through similar experiences all around the world and for whatever reason, we often feel like we're alone. It's time to make a point of discussing these topics from a range of viewpoints. These conversations surpass age, race, location. They are relevant to women everywhere. Welcome to The She Word. Conversations that women rarely have, but really should. I'm Sasha, your host for this edition, the Young Women Edition, where we are having conversations which are more tailored for a younger demographic. Today's conversation is actually our final conversation for this season, so I would like to take just a brief moment to thank Trudy for trusting me with this edition, all the guests we've had, plus our viewers for making this show possible at home. I can assure you that we will be back. Our final conversation for this season is Young Women and Motherhood, where we'll be diving into the realities, challenges, and the joy of becoming a mother at a young age. Even though in Malta, early pregnancy seems to be, seem to be quite frowned upon, statistics show in many countries the early to mid-twenties is a common age range for women to become mothers for the first time. It goes without saying that I've invited three fantastic women for this show, who I've all admired from afar at some point or another and would love to listen to what they have to say on the topic from their own personal experiences. So without further ado, let's get straight into our show. For this show, I've invited Denise, who is currently 26. Um, she's a singer, a nurse, and also a broadcast producer currently working with Vibe FM, who found out she was pregnant at the age of 19 and had her baby at... 20. Hello, Denise. Hi. Thanks for the invite. You're welcome. I've also invited Leanne Grek, who is currently 25 years old, recently qualified as a personal trainer, who also found out she was pregnant at the age of 19 and had the baby at age 20. Hello, Leanne. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. And finally, Nicole Vella, who is currently 31, has been working in inclusive learning for the last three years, found out she was pregnant at age 29, and had her baby when she had just turned 30. So yes. the youngest mother that we have in terms of mm -hmm. how long you've been a mother, exactly. right? Pretty new. Here for the tips. Yeah. <laughs> well, work in progress. Yeah. So ladies, thank you all so much for coming on the show. Um, now that I've introduced you, I'd also like you to introduce yourselves, perhaps mention anything which I didn't cover. Denise, you want to start us off? Well, you covered a lot. I'm, uh, I'm Jackie of all trades, master of none. <laughs> um, I I am a graduated nurse, but however, I don't practice anymore after two years. And um, I decided to um, leave my profession and do what I actually really love and enjoy going to work in the morning. Um, I, I struggled a lot to find where I fit in. Mm -hmm. And finally, I think I found where I finally, like the puzzle pieces finally fit and... Um, I think that's important uh, as a mother that I take care of my well-being and mm -hmm. how happy I am at work in order to go 
regularly <laughs> and uh, that my daughter sees how happy I am and she should go to work happy when she's older even if she has to change careers so I think that's that's what I would like to highlight that's beautiful and we're off to mm-hmm. a very great start as well um Leanne okay so hi everyone I am Leanne um as you have already mentioned I am a recent pro- um, qualified person trainer I also work as a part-time as a sales assistant but obviously I would like to now more continue and um continue with the personal training and also I've been doing some classes mm-hmm. so that's the main goal at the moment um, um Like you mentioned as well, obviously, I'm trying to put really efforts in myself and what I do to show obviously the same thing to my daughter. Um, I think if you have a job which you hate, not hate, but like it's not your main focus, we'll be just doing it for the for the day. You know, mm-hmm. you need to think of a bit of the future, obviously being a mom. I think that is our all our fear mm-hmm. that we're always always thinking about the future <laughs> non-stop exactly <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> so yeah I'm trying to focus a bit more on the things I see myself doing long term amazing amazing and okay. Nicole you know I am the oldest so definitely I think I, I'm doing quite a few different things like her um I graduated in something and I never really used it so I am a communications honors degree I'm graduate um I don't know I don't think I ever get the chance to actually use it and what I really love here and I never wanted to settle for a job that's kind of I'm just working a nine-to-five job Monday to Friday and never doing anything that I love so I traveled a little bit and then when I came back I I was I got pregnant and that's when I kind of started thinking about the career like being set in one place you know at least for now until he gets he, he's older and that's when I kind of enrolled before I actually got pregnant I kind of got into the LSC role but it, it was something that I enjoyed doing so much because it was with kids I was helping them and then with when Oli came along it's kind of everything makes sense like her like things started to fall into place yeah. and I would like to continue on that it works well with him the hours the working with kids I'm learning so much and I can use it with my son as well so so far I think I'm on the right track but I'm 31 going on 32 and it took me quite a while to, to you know get to this got my degree spent some time away and so don't give up guys no rush it's no rush <laughs> it's no rush but you'll get there so of course that's it Very basically good. I wanted to start with quite an open question so Denise yes Can you share your personal journey um, of becoming a mother at a young age and the emotions you experienced during this life-changing process? Okay. <laughs> um, I think the first emotion, sadly, comes to mind is sadness, which is not very nice. But sometimes not every story is like, oh, we were planning to get pregnant exactly. and like we planned and like we painted the wall and <laughs> I, I, I didn't do any of this, exactly. any of this. So like, uh, unfortunately, the first thing that comes to mind is how tough of a time it was. But obviously, I wouldn't be as mature and as ready to face life as a 26-year-old if it weren't for that. Um, period in my life um, so definitely everything happens for a reason um, um, 
it, it was tough. I mean, I was young. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I had a dream that I wanted to, and I've said this previously on the She Word as well in the last season, um, where I wanted to pursue the career of being a, a dancer and a singer full time and do musical theater around the world. Or I auditioned for a cruise, which I couldn't, couldn't like I got chosen. I did the audition. I got chosen to go on a particular cruise brand for like six months and like, wow. but I couldn't obviously, um, which broke my heart. I had, I, I was doing full-time dance even at University of Malta and I had to leave. Um, but I believe that it was still the best choice for me because I wasn't really enjoying the course um, and I don't think it was for me anyway. So I still, like everything happens for a reason. Um, and I think I would have never imagined myself being so open in front of so many people about this. But every time I do something like this, so many people message me. Because it's the reality. Paragra- like it? long paragraphs. And a, a, lot, of, to, a lot of them, sorry guys, whoever sent me these, but <laughs> I screenshot them and keep them. Yeah, that's And like I, I open about this, like uh, about this thing to my mom because... I always said, like, look where I am now. I would have, n- I was so depressed at the time since it came at a really unplanned time, obviously, and judgment. And I was young and I live in Gojo, so a lot of like <laughs> gossip, and uh, I was the talk of the town. Um, but yes, it shows was... how important it is to actually speak out, though, right? Like you highlighted it yourself. And now, and now I I did it Pretty more than funny. once. Now, at first, I started with a small segment, and like I like it was a short reel, and then I started doing podcasts about it. And there's so many subjects you can tackle, and also speaking about it made me feel less alone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. realized how many people went through similar or or like even different um uh, experiences but it always boils down to the same feelings exactly even yeah. if it was planned there's still it's something very guilt. you're still lonely you're still struggling you're, you're still, still alone with the kid even if you have obviously have support so like mm-hmm. it, it opens like up these conversations exactly. to a lot Only. of people mm-hmm. Because I always look up to my mom and say, Ma, she's perfect. She's uh, such a good mother. How can I be like that? So my mom made me <laughs> have so much like a high level of like parenting. It was like, enough. I'm never going to be good like that. Madoff. It almost set like expectations for yourself. <laughs> but like major respect to my mom. She's amazing. How sweet. <laughs> How sweet. What about you, Leanne? So taking it back a bit back <clears throat> so I was 19 like you mentioned obviously it wasn't planned at that time um to be honest I I, I remember myself never speaking about babies like you know like now you hear because obviously at this age I think people are like more having planning and planning yeah. and even on like social media we see more younger uh, moms I think at that time which isn't too long ago it was five years ago but still at the time I never spoke about kids obviously not even with him not even to my friends it was such a can we get pregnant you know like you wouldn't even think about it so when it happened I was like for sure it's like even when I when I took the test I was like for sure no it's negative for sure I'm just gonna take it to be sure then I'll wait for my period blah 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 so I took the test, obviously it was positive. 
um, the first reaction, obviously, was like you said, not just sadness, just like frightened. I mean, you feel like the, your your world stopped, mm-hmm. you know, to feel right? exactly. Um, trying to remember what it's I was It's truly how it feels, Emma. Yeah. And you it's, guys, it's you're like, young as well. That you know, I, I don't, like my future is gone. As someone who is yeah. 23 and... Even now, exactly. Not, Even now, I mother, say I'm 25 it now. It scares but me, like. I mean, so I was a shock. And I was 29, I imagine, you. 10 years before. I think it and was... And like, not even talking I about kids, nothing. It, no. I never I never carried a baby. My first, the baby, the first baby I carried was Amelia, my daughter. Like, I had cousins who so had, like, Same. obviously... But I was like, yeah. I have not to even feed, my sister. I have to feed, she like, had a son after me, so... After you? Uh, that's how how you feel like wow. you were young. She's 10 years older than exactly. me. Exactly. I had friends of my mom, so obviously they were um, older. I'm like, so that's where you yeah, really feel check. young. Mm-hmm. And especially you feel younger to, compared to every other mom. Because I look younger as well. So I think even like you mentioned, like judging, like... I I used to think that if I looked older, maybe, I, okay, they wouldn't look as much, no. maybe. But no, like you'll feel everyone's like, sometimes even now, because I still look young and she's only five years old. You'll see people saying she could be her anything. sister, maybe she's her sister. And then they'll wait for the reply. And then obviously she calls mama. And okay, she's My the mom. mom looks a bit young, so, so sometimes they think... For you as well. Yes, that, that's, uh, that's she's same her aspect. daughter. Mm-hmm. What about you, Nicole? Mine is a bit different because, I mean, they were much younger than me, Mm -hmm. but still it was not um, planned. Um, As I mentioned before, I mean, we were traveling before, so we were not in that part. Like, listen, like we have a house and we're going Mm, to... We were Mm. quite scattered. We had just... um, I remember I bought this... uh, We live in a mobile home, um, which is in Ahrash, so... It's not, I mean, it, it is baby-friendly because we made it baby-friendly, and but it was not set for a family kind of, at the time, it was it was still being fixed and everything, so as soon as we got in, and there was nothing like, I found out I was pregnant, so I, I, I wasn't feeling sad at the time, I was very shocked about it, but then I kind mm-hmm. of got into the, this thinking, and I'm like, okay, so now it means that I cannot go back to traveling, I was waiting for COVID kind of to pass, so that we can get back to it. My plans change completely. You start thinking your decisions. And now I just, you know, paid all this money on this place. Was it, Is it okay to raise a baby? It is, guys. <laughs> he's almost the one. He's living a very good life. Um, but still, it was very, like, my parents were over the moon. But it's something different. The, the emotions are different than, it's still something to this day when I think about it. And he's too. Um, I always say like, okay, if I didn't have Oli, probably I wouldn't be in Malta. I would be traveling and doing this mm-hmm. and that. And it's something that will always kind of do. Like I think there's a fraction of anger. Not Exactly. Because I said sadness, it but sadness you. is a whole, like exactly. the whole year from becoming pregnant to to having Ella. It was one, quite... Once you had birth then... Mm-hmm. No, I I suffered with postnatal depression yes. as well. So my mom and my sister took over uh, a lot in terms of buying stuff for for Ella and everything. So I was I was quite um, out of it. Um, uh, but I think there was some some kind of anger towards life. Mm-hmm. Like I had so many plans. Yeah, like I, wanted, that, I was working. I chose my yeah. and you kind of have to readjust because there's a lot of things at the time. I used to think, exactly. okay, so now there's like a five year maybe 
pause button until I can actually do things with him. But, but I think when you see you kind I, of I do remember. things that you really want to, like I have a lot of friends traveling at the moment and I would have otherwise go meet them or something and it's not that I'm here on a punishment, no way. Like I'm living the best life with my son. But I think the thing that's really annoys me a bit is the fact that I feel stuck in Malta and I'm not a huge fan. This is not a secret. Everyone, anyone that knows me knows this. So I think for now, that was the biggest adjustment for me. And the worry that the place where I live is not good enough for him and people do, oh, you live up there on your own, like with with your son, you know, like it's what happens when it's raining a lot and you Mm. take him out in that cold, like... Man, guys, babies are born in Alaska, you know, and they're still managing. But for them, the concept of it not being a house, yeah, they yeah. kind of and uh, I only some people there say that about goats, though. So it's even fine. about so these things adjusting. But then you kind of say, listen, you adjust works you, for you, you it works. works for me. Okay, for him, the time to travel will come again. It's just yeah. an adjustment it's because it isn't it was the norm. As well. Exactly, that's me. So, so that's why, like, you have to I actually like okay, the idea better than a house. To be honest. So that's that's it, I think. So for you two particularly, because you mentioned that the news was quite like it triggered a lot of sadness, mm-hmm. anger. How how did you cope with it? Family. Family. Family and therapy, friends. Took a lot of um self-discipline. At first I struggled a lot. And sometimes I struggle right now from time to time. At um, least to get the same. I mean Mm-hmm. Every age brings something new to get used to. Mm-hmm. There's a lot um, of change, right? Every uh, every year. <laughs> it's true because you mentioned the uh, when he's Til five. five. Till five, there's another. I used to think like, like that. I, I, it's, a it's not bad. And they it's not have bad. friends, and then they have. You want to go out uh, more? Something. If they're religious, like they have uh, holy communion and all these things. Um, every year, there's something know, and for me. That, that's but that's the, and a lot like if you do it, it's take them to music classes and like uh, right now I want to take her to um, music uh, lessons or introduction to music. I have to rely on my mom, so I have to ask her if she's available exactly, on the, the on the given dates. Um, since I'm not, I I can't give a, a fixed day because of my work, and I have like it's heartbreaking sometimes to to say, like. In my brain, like I could have planned with like my partner, but like to have kids. Sorry, we and I, say this. And I, but I haven't. I have to, to have this talk with my mom about my own daughter. Like it's a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But at least you have so support. Same. So uh, you know, like that's I have something. major support, exactly. so major. But really my good. brain still goes like, oh, why is it like yeah. this? Why does it have to be like this? Yeah. Yeah. That's. It's good. Day. It's still good. I have a lot of support. I'm lucky. Ella's happy, mm-hmm. which is all that that's matters. That's the most important thing because I think that's what's... If he's happy, I'm happy, you know? Like exactly. anything that you do, is it's affecting him. And he, they sense a lot. When that's you're sad, thing. now that he's on, having this... Uh, you know, he can understand what's happening even if I'm sick you can see that he's kind of not calmer than usual but mm-hmm. he kind of looks at you and leans in for a hug you're like know? a and sponge it's like, yeah exactly, exactly and everything. if I'm nervous really... and I show it in front of him when he gets nervous about a toy he does the same thing and I'm like man I can't do this you know because it, they mimic everything like, that you do they're like a mirror kind yeah, exactly. of so that's Panicking a lot of pressure it's a res- huge responsibility you have to be on your very careful all the time that's and why every age as well that's, that's the thing that I, I it's it really scares me as a mother that I have to 
can't mess it up, you know, the because time. there's a tiny human that's absorbing everything Pandemonium. and growing yeah. yes. you. <laughs> but we really have to be kinder to, to ourselves, I that's feel. What about you, Leanne? How did you cope? So to be honest, it wasn't as, I mean, um, thankfully, I was I had a great support system as well. Um, but I think during the nine months, I think that prepared me. Um, whereas the first few months, obviously, I had morning sickness. Same as you. I used to be like angry at myself. Like, how did I let this happen? But at least for me, I can say the nine months were enough. At least they were enough. <laughs> That's obviously I, I bought things, you know, I saved up. I, I, I still was working at the time. I told no one. So that was a bit as well. I mean, we live in Malta, so you can't really not go out. But thankfully, I, I, I wasn't really showing as much. So obviously, I, I, I went out. But you have to remember that this was from like yesterday and then the next day you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. So if you had plans, like you said, you were going, people smoke around, you have to everything changes like from that day from that hour very mindful like what you eat so it's everything exactly i remember the first moment so i found out and then like two hours after i saw a cruise a cruise ship i'm like i'm never going on that cruise i started crying so that's the first thing you say like your life is over but like see what you can't do what you can't do or where you're not gonna say okay so i'll go with her you know now now that that's the plan but also, you imagine a baby at that point. You don't imagine like like now she's my best friend, friend you know. Exactly. So at the moment, you're like a baby. You have to hold, you have to feed, you have to bat this baby. But yes, thankfully, I had the best support system. And um, I think I was ready. I mean, I've, you're never ready. No one ever no, tells you, but you're ready. ready. I but ready. I think, no, not ready for everything. <laughs> but I think, um, weirdly enough, thinking about it now, because some, some things you forget. Some things I'm forgetting already. I, I, f- I forgot I a lot really... of things, but I think it's because of the trauma. Like True. my brain Doesn't chose want not to remember. Exactly to remember. But if I really <laughs> try and remember certain things, um, I think I, I don't know how, because now I'm more anxious than I was before. So I think before um, I was calmer in a way that even going like into labor, like if I had to go now, I, I know everything that happens. Mm-hmm. So I think the second time. Mm-hmm. Benefit of not knowing. Exactly. I, I, I remember me going in and like this nurse, this doctor was like, do you need a, do you need a uh, wheelchair? Like wheelchair, man, what's going to happen to me? I can walk. I was walking. But mm-hmm. then obviously, obviously get contractions. I'm like, okay, I think oh, I, I need to sit down. I but I was like prepare. keeping it cool. I, like, I remember. So now I think. Even with, like you said, with with her growing up, I think I've become more anxious mm-hmm. than I was pregnant. Like I took it a bit slow, you know. I think the the anxious feelings change. Change. So in the beginning, all I was I was well. anxious because they cry all the time. You need to feed. You need to like even to go out. You have to put put breast pads in your. Carry bra because so they take like I didn't know any of this. No one like, talks oh about my God. this. <laughs> the big bags everywhere. Bags. Like to go out, it takes ages, and then you're five back minutes, late. and then you're back home, and then you have to go back, go back home, and then it's late, and another clothing, and, food. Like, no, and no. then no, that I'm anxious, like like they they grow up, and now it's you I go have, out with I, just I, the I can't, 
I don't swear, but if if sometimes <laughs> I say something like a bit not child appropriate, like oh, I can't say that, I have to be a proper example. I can't use my phone because then like, she uh, would want the phone. That's another thing. I, I can't I can't watch Obviously all the do. films in front of her. Like become very much aware it's still, about it's still, what to do all things the time. change, Even which is good at the same time because obviously like, yes. we didn't drink for nine months, we didn't smoke for nine months. So some things, you know, so that's why I'm saying I was prepared, not because I was ready, because I said mm-hmm. I'm ready. I was not ready but to be a mom. But I think obviously all. the nine months, it's preparing you I for think. not, for like, <clears throat> I, I was still staying inside. She was born in December, so I did all summer pregnant, so I, I wasn't really like gonna, me, was going to go into December as well. He was meant to be born end of January, but he came a bit before. way before. Ella's in November, so, so exactly, okay. I made a whole summer pregnant so as well. Exactly, and you won't really go out like we do now, you know, no. when you're pregnant, obviously you have to take care. So you're already but taking I was care very of yourself I did more. two dance shows. I sang for the first time in front of an audience. I think that's not my first time. You were Like pregnant. in front of the... Yes, I traveled for a scholarship um, Lalo, to do a competition good. for singing as well. Like I, I could, I, I. That's how I coped. Like, listen, this norm. pregnancy is not stop, stopping my dreams of becoming an artist. Yeah. And so I did to my mom and my sister were going mm-hmm. to die in the audience because I was doing like cartwheels and people carrying me because they didn't know. I was like, I'm not going to cancel this show just because I have a baby growing inside of me. Like, this is sports. Like, this is healthy, no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I did everything. I traveled with so a bomb. I traveled a, with a bomb. Uh, obviously, after <laughs> bomb. Like, she was born in November, this was till September. Early. And then, obviously, I had to slow down a bit because I was doing so much with dance and everything that um, my doctor had to, like, listen, just stop and sit down mm-hmm. don't move or your baby's gonna come now <laughs> so like so i had to like at the end i was stopped from doing anything but no i stayed active Going. and that's how like i just ignored the, the fact that i was pregnant kind of braided i i but mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't come to terms with it and then she was there and then i was like oh. now you have to yeah. you're real yeah through my first moment thing. and i don't know but for me yours were not born during COVID times, you know, mm, Oli was born COVID exactly baby. during the pandemic. Oh, wow. So while I was pregnant, obviously I tried to avoid and that the isolation part, I think it affected me the most because I was pregnant. I was still going to places and thankfully in summer, you know, like it got a bit better. Um, this was the second wave when he was born. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time that he was born, we were up to 700, 800 cases. So, and my water broke a week before, like I stayed a week at the hospital. So during that week, I was all the time with the mask. So that was when it started to affect me a lot. I wasn't, mm-hmm. no one could come see me, just his father. Um, that thing was really, that's when I kind of started to feel a bit anxious. So I, I had to pr- prepare for for labor, but I was constantly being rushed to the labor ward and then back. And that's when oh. it got a little bit out blurry. of control. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the COVID, I think, thing was... Zayda. And I think they started school during COVID, same as me, I think. Because it was new, like yes, kindergarten. Yes, you couldn't even see only like you see he was a mask. mask. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because he was born late at night, and then she then they took him to the MPICU. His father went with him, and I remember. Didn't see him. I remember they put me on here like like okay. for just a couple of seconds. I was out of it because my labor wasn't very 
happy. Sorry if there's any pregnant woman watching this. Those all labors are the same. Oh, Just, you know, probably have some. Happy times uh, out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyways, they put him on me and he went. And I was like, you know, okay, he's with the doctors. His father is with Safe. him. And they just told me, okay, you can just start cleaning up a bit. They were stitching me up and... I was just thinking, where's my baby? Where's my baby? And then she told me, okay, so since it's COVID, like he's at the MPICU and you can't just go and see him now. We have the next appointment is tomorrow at four. Oh, wow. In the afternoon. And I, and I was looking at it. I'm like, no, I have to see, you know, like I have to see him. Like I don't really know. I was seeing the photos. Like his father came rushing. He's like, look at him. I'm like, yeah, but I need to see him, you know? Yeah. And then she told me. I'm going to mention names because you might get in trouble for this. And she told me, you can just go in for like two minutes, look at him and go go to your ward, you know, because you oh, can't look at him. Heartbreak. So, heartbreak. so that's, that's the part how, where how it's can you the mom? What, what, do you, what do you guys think? You had a very different I, I, I'm sure. I knew, I knew this was, was happening, true. Was but I never bad. spoke to anyone who went through it. And now as, she, as soon as she said that, like... And then the next day it was even know. worse because you wake up and you feel that there, there's no baby kicking inside you. You it's feel like empty. You're this alone. Blood, oh, you know, you're no. alone because no one can come see you. Next to you, you're having mothers with their baby crying next to you because the word is not oh. like, you know, okay, this is for the... I had a mother next to me with her child and I'm like, okay, man. She told me you can call at any time. I'm like, okay, let me go to the reception, like in the ward. And... I remember Baby Vella, they used to call him. <laughs> His name is Zoli, you know, but he used to say <laughs> Baby Vella. And he used to check and she say, okay, he's okay. And then I could see him every day at four, four, two hours Aww. until he was there. And thankfully, he was only there for a week. He was a start Christmas Eve. Do you Yay. think it like impacted the early connection I that you formed? I think so. I mean... I don't know. Like I breastfeeding for me was very difficult. I tried. He was on formula the minute he was born. I couldn't mm-hmm. even breastfeed him myself. And when I tried, it was very difficult. He was on formula most of, and then it was very painful. And I really wanted to breastfeed myself. It was something I was looking forward. I don't know if it affected that, but I mean, seeing your son for two hours and he's in an incubator, and I can, and I mean, I thank the MPACU ward because they do so much, and their their work is unbelievable. But you can't really, you know, the connection. You hold yeah. him a bit. He's full of wires and stuff, and you put him back in. So that's, but thankfully for us, it was only for a week. Mm-hmm. There are babies that stay there for months. And during COVID, I have, I don't know, it's, it's horrible. Because imagine seeing your child for two hours for three months or two months, the, the time they're there. Oh, so that, I think, was the heaviest After part of being, yes. becoming a mother. Because then once he's home, yes. I think we were so... I didn't have the postnatal depression and stuff like no, that. No, but, but w- it was very challenging with what COVID. What I'm thinking is sometimes, because I was struggling personally, and and Ella was perfectly healthy. She was a, a, like a big, big baby, and she was healthy. And thank God, there was nothing ever. No complicated. No. Yep. And people plan for these things. <laughs> And you feel guilty. And they, not... and they plan to have babies and then they are not able to. And then they go through all the hassle of like pills and doctors and IVF and all these things. And they have premature babies and they go and they just really want a child and are willing to go through all these things. And I'm there. Then you feel more guilty. I'm planned yeah. with a healthy baby and just my What's mind. More do you want? Uh, but everyone has their own journey. Yeah, you know, I had personal feel, struggles, as, as, but exactly. the world is a, a very cruel place sometimes. It's mysterious, eh? True. Yeah, so that thought goes through my head very often. I want to ask something. 
so we're going back to the exact moment when you found out you were pregnant. Did you ever, for any second, think about terminating the pregnancy? Unfortunately, yes. But as like in that second, exactly, I said no. I thought about it because I know it's available in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not here, but yeah. Same thing. In places. Yeah. Um, I was young. I was 19. I was in my little flat in Msida or Swat or whatever. as well. And that's, I mean, I, I tried. Wanting I to and leave well. this country to go dance because there isn't an opportunity for dancers here. And my mind was like, it's an easy way out. Like this could be something in my past. Not tell anyone. Not tell like, and Same that thing. would be my little secret. And like, that's it. We'll move forward. But no, I wouldn't have lived with myself not knowing beat, what could happen. Every day, you have to remember. Every day, this no. would no same no. thing. I, I and I don't about regret it, for a second. it one second. For it's sure. It's about you, Dan. What you gonna same say? thing. The first, mo- like at that moment, first you panic and everything, and then you're like, is there like is there a way out of this? There isn't, but it, like there is, mm-hmm. but not in Malta, as you said. Um, and then you think that it's. I think it would be more complicated, and it could be more, like like you said, um, in the future you'll think about it more. Yeah, like the guilt whereas, will catch up. Exactly. Like w- which, I wouldn't which, have which lived with the it? guilt. I think. exactly. Like what would have happened? And also, I thought about now. You know, and like you know. Another thing person, is, I was so three weeks pregnant because like, it showed one to three weeks pregnant. So then, when you go get checked. You know, oh, I, was like, I wasn't I was so already, far along, but I then more... I was like, this hap- I, I really believe in everything happens for a reason. So I was like, I don't want to come to plan a, a pregnancy. And then I realized that I'm not able to have children. And mm. I had terminated the pregnancy exactly. when I was stupid. Yeah. And, and then 19. you think of all the other mothers that's like you mentioned. No, like no, everyone's I could trying and then you're but like you're being just selfish because you, you know, but yeah. that's my opinion, isn't it? Yeah. And As that same, same for me. I mean, it did not, it not it didn't cross my mind. Also, I was 29. And probably if I didn't get pregnant at the time, even though it was not planned and I had other plans, I don't think I would have ever sat down and said, okay, now's the time to do it. Because there's always other things I, I want to do. I love kids. I always said I wanted a big family. Now that I have one and everything, man, you're, you're, um, you, you start come, slowly coming back to life in terms of you as a person. So now that's all is almost two. I don't think I imagine myself going through it again. Also financially, you know, it's nowadays it's, it's quite, everything is quite expensive. And so I'd and... rather stick to one child. But if I ha- had to, now I'm, before I was never really careful, you know, now I kind of mm-hmm. became responsible and became quite like I, I Say what I have to do to kind of mm-hmm. make sure I don't get pregnant. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's crossed my mind to actually end the pregnancy, you know, at the time. I don't know in the future if it had to happen randomly and I don't know what my situation would be. So I don't rule it out. I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. Um, free decision for everyone. Um, they were super young. So heads off, I don't know, like 19 was a huge turning point for me. So being, it, it was, it's a great shock. Like 29 was also like, also, I think it oh, makes a difference um, with what values you've been raised. Yeah. I think as it well. makes a but, difference. Yeah, I mean, my parents are pretty open to... As long as I'm happy and I'm healthy, mm-hmm. you know, they... they... No, I found it easy to tell my 
easy. It wasn't easy to tell anyone. It was, yeah, it's a comfortable place to kind but of open up. That's my mom, uh, I'm very close with her, and I think my pregnancy has deepened our relationship as well, and I'm growing up as well now. Um, but to my dad, I never it's managed to tell him myself. My mom told him. Uh, On this note, so how did you navigate these social stereotypes and judgments? Like, we live in a very judgmental country. Mm-hmm. And what they, advice? I think, have more to say because <laughs> I'm pretty we're part of the norm, I guess. It's still, I had my my own, but I think they can take the, mm-hmm. the yeah, stage but for o- this outside one. of a typical, like, you know, you weren't married, you weren't yeah. that. So a lot of people would frown upon um, that. Like, what advice would you give to, to other For women? me, I think it's pretty short and sweet in the sense that they don't think I'm 29. So when I tell them I have a son, not to say that I look young but when I tell them that you I, do, you do. Can't when I tell them I have a son everyone's like oh you're so young and then I'm like 30 you know and they're like oh okay Mela you're you're pretty you're okay but then I tell mm. them no I'm not married um where do you live the I live in a mobile home in Ahraj what about your son the questions oh, start pouring in yeah. also I didn't baptize my son we decided to do it when he was one because I was kind of pressured to doing it not that I'm against anyone that's Everyone can do whatever they want. But she mentioned before that she has to take them to this and that. I don't go to church. So for me, it's like I'm faking this thing and I'm doing it because society is expecting me to do. So these things I find that to accommodate society society, because we live here. If I were living, I'd rather be living in a community where, you know, I'm free spirited and he goes to a green school and everyone's woohoo. But I'm here and I'm in Malta and for now, even if he has to go to a church school and, you know, there's a lot of things that I have to adjust. And that's when, and maybe the kind of lifestyle we live and everything, it's not the typical way, but... I mean, I stick to my group of friends, which are pretty much like me. Some of them are parents, some of them are single mothers, some of them are, they're all amazing. And as long as I'm my happy bubble, mm-hmm. I don't care what my neighbor says, you know what I mean? I say hi to everyone. If yeah. they don't like me, it's okay. Yeah. Now that I have a son, I got used to that because if my best friend is watching this, probably say, finally, man, she got, <laughs> she got it out of her system because I was very paranoid about what people say. Yeah. But now, um, as long as my son is happy, I'm... That's all that matters. What about you, Denise? I mean, I was young. I live on (laughs) our sister island. It wasn't easy at all. Um, And uh, I mean, it it was bittersweet, obviously, because I didn't accept myself either. So how do I expect other people to accept me? So... I first had to start with myself before I am comfortable with not caring about everyone. Mm-hmm. It took a, 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 like a couple of months and I, I was allowed because I, I, I didn't show for a long while. So the first three months, nothing. I used to go out with my friends, they smoking, drinking somewhere and I'm having my mocktail <laughs> and did you tell your friends at that time my close ones yes yeah. and my family and uh, so at, at at first I I could escape it but then it was catching up and people mm-hmm. were people were saying that I was pregnant but I didn't look pregnant and I wasn't oh my acting God, I, had this. I wasn't acting pregnant whatever so how, that so means. how do you know um so then they started saying that um, um I I I I didn't I didn't uh, I terminated my pregnancy or that I have a miscarriage so 
they elevated the gossip. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, I used to go out and some people oh, would take photos of me. I was very, I had screenshots of people speaking about me in group chats where I had friends which they forgot about yeah, included really in the group chat. Pregnancy was... <laughs> um, and my pregnancy was very easy. I didn't have any complications. I was never in pain. I didn't have mm. morning sickness, nothing. God bless. But in terms of society But in terms personal... of society, health, uh, mental health, disaster, a whole... But uh, it made me very strong and I think I wouldn't be here... In the public eye, speaking about it, never had found my my job, the guts to leave my work. I think they all snowballed into a very beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And Julian? I think for me, um, well, I didn't tell all my friends because same thing, I wasn't showing. I didn't even tell my boss at the time. I just kept working. I'm fine. And obviously things start to catch up, like the morning sickness, you have to tell him. Um, but same thing as I used to go out normally. Like, as much as you can. Like, can I do this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Will there be a lot of alcohol involved? I mean, yes, but you can choose not to drink. You know, so you start slowly adjusting to things. Um, but obviously, yes, there will be always... I think at any age, there'll be judging. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be like 40 and still... Uh, unfortunately, I think even as mothers, okay. I think um, we are the first ones to judge. I mean... It's not a good thing, but we always, there's always going to be judging. So I don't think it's only because we were younger. I think mainly it's... It amplifies things. Exactly, because obviously they will look at you more. Mm. But then it's everything. It's if you're doing this, if you're doing that, are you working? And uh, I remember... What's your plan? <laughs> yeah. What's going with this? Mm. What's happening after? I don't even know. <laughs> I think even just, um, not just the pregnancy, um, even now. I think we still feel this because if you work, that because where's the baby? If you're with the baby, then do you have money for the baby? So I think, I think it, I think pressures, constant pressure. I think it's not something that is just during a pregnancy because obviously you can hide it a bit. Um, I remember I, I didn't used to post anything like what am I gonna post? Mm. Just my face. Selfies. But then same as you said, people will start. Um, questioning things why like why i haven't seen the in a while mm. but at the same time are they my? if you're, you're my close friend you then you would care. know or you, then would, you know. would know and if you don't know then you don't have to know but i remember there was once um similar to your story someone was like telling the another person i think Leanne's pregnant blah 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 i'm like but i never said that to you like i don't even show and i remember i got angry i sent a photo of my belly like where like, what did you see? Because they said they saw me filmed. I was like, mm. so... I, I, I was, I was in like a public place and the um, <clears throat> flash went off to my face. To take and photos. you were already like in the public eye back then? No, no. I mean, I I, I tried this and I was still, yeah, but I was still, still dancing and singing and somewhat in, we're a small community yeah. there at the mm -hmm. time. So I was part, I was very active, like... Uh, popular. I don't know how to explain this, but... but they know you. Um, they knew who I was for since... They just uh, had something to talk about if they want to take a yeah. photo. Obviously, and I, I refused to stop singing and dancing in, the, yeah, in public places because at the time I was like, if I expect these things to to take off and start getting gigs and these things. I can't stop them for like yeah. mm -hmm. these nine months. So mm -hmm. even after I gave birth, as soon as I gave birth, so I, I gave birth on 13th of November and my first gig was in like three weeks after. 
and I did it. I I went. I I couldn't yes. care, and I I I wore a really really tight dress to like show that listen, I'm back in shape. And like, <laughs> I was so adamant to to, to to. I think my career really helped me get back on my feet. In fact, on this though. note, so you were like mentioned it at some point or another that this had an impact on your career, on your goals, on what you wanted to do in your personal life. So motherhood often comes with sacrifices, right? So how did becoming a mother in your 20s and in your case, well, still 20s, almost in your 20s? (laughs) You know, she has. (laughs) How did it impact your career, your education? And like, how did you cope with these changes? Like, you've already told us a bit. I touched a bit on on things. And I I think uh, mentally and uh, willingly, I think it impacted me very well. Obviously, then I'm limited to how much I can do. Mm-hmm. So if I get a gig, for example, to put you a bit in my picture, if I have work from Monday to Friday, I have work from Monday to Friday. And then if my gigs are on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they're in Malta, that means I'm a whole week in Malta and my daughter is in Gojo. So I have to juggle things around, cancel, work from home, not go to some of the gigs, mm-hmm. not maybe not to see my friends as much, but there's a lot of juggling and me and my yeah. mm-hmm. me and my calendar are in a relationship. Comes my day. 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 Becomes your day. Becomes day. Day. Exactly. Okay, appointments, this, that. Exactly. I'm the youngest. Um, I don't have gigs. And obvious, extra, I have to like, pencil in my, calendar. like, she has a dermatology mm-hmm. appointment and then she has this. Yeah. And like, mm. so yeah. And what about you, Leanne? Um, I was going to continue what you were saying, because apart from me being in love with my calendar, my mom has to be as well. Yeah. So we have to match, we have to match everything. So I can't be like, I can't forget an appointment. Like you, I can't even go to work without telling my mom I'm going to work, because what do I do? Obviously, if it's not in, during school hours. So every, every plan, you have to be like, okay, like double check. you're in a relationship with your mom double check in everything. some kind and of dimension. You are, of course help, you are. You know, yeah. I mean, we, we're very, like, exactly. So I was going to ask before, but you basically uh, answered in. it <laughs> for me. Like you all have a very good support yes, system. Yes. Thankfully, and I we're can very, thank them very enough lucky, because even when sometimes, I mean, we're still young and we're still, I like to go to, I don't know, parties Obviously, and this and that. Love. And some, it's amazing to spend time with your son and there are places where you can go, but there are places that I would Cannot. like to go as well. Yeah. And on I wouldn't own. be able to do it on my own, you know, and if my mom is not there to kind of tell me, okay, it's so nice, you can sleep over, you can pick him up tomorrow. So having that is is, is amazing and I can't mm-hmm. thank them enough. Exactly. For them, it's it's a treat because yeah. they're so happy to have him around. But, you know, if they were not there or when he's sick and I have to go to work because I don't have enough sick leave in the world to stay with him when he's sick, yeah. they step in. So... It means a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's do so It's a blessing, it. right? Because yes, there are a lot of amazing. people that don't have they this. They don't. Yeah. So I, I could never... I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do half, not even down. half the things that I do without it, of course. I wouldn't know who I am or I wouldn't have spoken and about it. And whoever is, I don't know, especially if you're a single mother and they don't have the family support, then they still manage to do it. Superhumans. That's off to them, right? Yes. Superhumans. It's a lot of work. Yeah, my parents literally just think of her as their own. Of course. Like sometimes they do things or take her to places. And I'm like, where where are you guys going? She's like, I'm saying in a minute. I'm like, oh, okay. Enjoy. <laughs> I have enjoy. So that's, that's a that's blessing, yes. And you all mentioned finances as well at a point. And I, 
the pressures can be quite significant even if you don't have a child yeah. right now let alone so how did you manage to like provide for your children and maintain stability as well during this time parents I don't know again <laughs> same thing I, I was mean, gonna say <clears throat> I, I owe everything that I have and do and say and am to my parents because I at the time I was changing careers I just changed my job like a couple months ago as well they like even when I told them that I'm leaving nursing for them, it was like indoor, right? <laughs> um, uh, so, and obviously they support every decision that I make, but obviously having a child, sometimes it's not easy to blurt out, I think I'm leaving nursing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I changed my, my job, job as well. A, a, very, like, a, a very good job with the government. Uh, yeah, It's not easy, but they step in each time. They still supported you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same us. I mean, um, and they come to every gig. Holly's father is also, <laughs> you know, like he helps a lot, so that's is, is very good. Um, but my family, when it comes to, I changed my career. Um, I was working in the school, and then for, I said, let's start, let's try and use a degree, and I did it when Holly turned one, and my hours were from Monday to Friday till five. I got to him at six, so if it weren't for his father and my mother that helped out and were helping me through this mental crisis I was going through because I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I wasn't seeing my son as much. Financially, I was struggling. I spent a month because then I left and I spent almost a month without um, working. So if you don't have the support of the family from your partner, from your... It's a big struggle. Things catch up. You still have to pay things. He's growing. It's not More just clothes things. and food, which you will get some one way or another. We're talking mm-hmm. about medicine, sick. vaccines and... My God, man, it's never ending. And rent or loan, whatever you have. Mm-hmm. They, those things mm-hmm. keep on going. So... If, you don't have any backup plan and you don't have the family or your partner or whoever is there to help you. You, I'd like to say it's good. You can do it on your own because you can be independent. But when you have a tiny human that depends on you 24 seven, it's, to depend it's on great to well. have someone. Exactly. Even and more it's than good before. to accept the help because yeah. I, sometimes they keep it all bottled up and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like everything's, and then you're just burnt out to a mm-hmm. point that's, and that's not good. It's on just your, not healthy on, on the children. Yeah. Because they can sense it, as I said before. And what good is a mother if she's, not mentally present and she's struggling when, when she can have someone help her to help her son you know when like, I used to I come home to from, a, from a shift at hospital I wasn't happy knowing that tomorrow I have to wake up at five to go to hospital and do the same thing all over again mm-hmm. so I used to come home yes I'm home Ella's at home but I wasn't at there. home didn't, yes. and what about you Leanne like how did you deal with with the financial pressures so I'm super, super grateful because same thing, my parents, I would never, I wouldn't be here without them. Um, I Obviously, I kept working as much as I could. So the first seven months and then it took it a bit slower the last two months. Um, and then I was lucky enough to stay with Amelia for almost two years mm-hmm. until I got, so obviously the money I saved, but we weren't really doing much, just staying at home. Luckily, she was born in December. So two months of cuddling inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yes, until you... St- slowly start seeing I still have the same job but obviously I have to work part-time I, mm-hmm. I can't even I mean I know that eventually I have to be a full-time again but it's, it's, it's already a bit too much because obviously the, the the days I have to work I have to ask my mom mm-hmm. so if I'm working double the hours it's like and then where do I see Amelia like yeah. a- as I am I already feel like like when I go to work or I go to the gym she's like 
again you're going out so when so then when she breaks says my heart every time so even if i go an hour to the gym which would make such a difference for the whole week um exactly breaks my heart i'm like so i don't go you know because yeah. everything is yet extra I, 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 you always have to pick she's on another island i can't just go That's during true. my break for an hour, for an hour home and go back you just have to call Which is not enough. That's, sometimes that's I avoid tough. calling because it makes us sadder. It's true, even when we go abroad. Sometimes. Which is uh, counterproductive, Hafna. But um, so I think it's a lot of planning and it's a lot of uh, choices. You have to pick. Do I go out accept. or do I go to the gym? Obviously, I'll pick the gym. But if I on my off day, do I go out with Amelia or do I focus on myself? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a lot of choices. Constant. Constant. In fact, this brings me to my next question. So. Young mothers often face hurdles, like additional hurdles in balancing their self-care and their children's needs. How do you prioritize your well-being and maintain a healthy sense of self, Denise? I think it's, the busy bee. Um, <laughs> uh, it's very difficult because I'm very, very busy and the guilt catches up on the worst kind of days um, where I say, am I prioritizing myself too much? Mm. Um, should I remove some of my my uh, commitments or this or that um but obviously my mother's always pushing me to go back to the no no I'll work I'll be happy like to have, be happy with myself first before I can have, be happy with my daughter so I think it's uh, there isn't any advice or solution I can give it's more of a Happy learning mom, happy child, curve with myself and I today think. is a good day where I can tell you just you do you and everything else will follow Amazing. if you're happy yeah. everything will follow I go home and she's there waiting and I don't have anything on my mind that I still need to do or give her your or, time but sometimes it's a bad day and I wake up feeling like I'm not doing enough and that I don't see her enough and that maybe I will grow up a bit more and say I wasn't there for her enough or that maybe she will tell me you weren't there for me. But I am very adamant that I have a very good relationship with my mom where she's always been my advocate and at the same time my biggest fan and my therapist. (laughs) But at the same time, I, I am adamant to have a very good relationship with my daughter. So I'm already very open with her even when she has a tantrum. First, I let her be alone because I need to be alone to also process her tantrum before Mm -hmm. I make one of my own. (laughs) And then I just go next to her and tell her, like, you can't act this way. Let's speak. Why why do you feel like this? Why did you do that? Um, uh, So uh I think if I maintain these very good relationships with both my mom, who is her main carer uh, alongside myself, And uh, with my daughter, I think it creates my personal perfect formula Mm -hmm. for uh, for a good well-being for all three of us, basically. What about you, Nicole? For me, one, I used to go to therapy as well for some time. And the therapist always tell me, like, don't forget that you don't just wear the the mother's hat. You also have to think about yourself. So (laughs) the decisions that you're doing, yes. Obviously, they're going to affect your son. So, because everything that I do, wherever I, you know, there's always, but is this okay for Oli? I mean, I'm always the guilt. The, it's always at the back of my Such head. Such a big topic. Whatever I decide, <laughs> what I eat, what, everything, it's constantly worried that I am in anything that you do, basically. So, she always used to tell me, 
that you, you before being a mother, you were Nicole. You had your dreams, you had your... You're still Nicole. You still had other things that you were doing every day. If you used to enjoy, I don't know, going thrifting and going on campings and hikes and this and that on your own. Now that I have my son, I don't have that alone time because why am I going to go alone when I can take my son? But being alone is very, very important. So you need to have time on your own. Time as a family. going and feeling guilty. Yes, and that was something that I struggled with a lot. And when I was not having that, I was very depressed. Not very depressed to a point like you were talking before because we say it, I think we say it very lightly. But I felt there was something missing in me because I used to enjoy waking up early in the morning and watching the sunrise before work. Now I have to get Oli ready, like make sure that he's fine before I go to work, take him to my mom and now childcare, you know? So, but again, having like a good support system, a partner, the the parents that can step in so that you can do the things that you love Mm -hmm. is very, very important and it's very healthy and it's okay to have that time and not feel guilty about it because before I do have it and I thank um, the people that helped me to do it. But when I used to do it before, I used to stay on my phone. Like, okay, how is he? Can I, can I see a picture? Like, did he eat it? Did this and that? So I'm not there. I'm not doing the things that I like. Exactly. That's why I said. But now that he's go, growing up but... and you kind of get used to the mother thing, you kind of start wearing other hats. Like, okay. And also, I work, it depends I where you're seven. going. Because sometimes you go out and still end up talking about your children. Oh, so time. you go out with a group of people. Every time. And they'll be like, you're scrolling yeah, too. so Ella, Showing photos. why isn't Hello, she here you? with you? <laughs> it's like, like I came I, out. Like, with please. myself. I'm, ca- I just, I'm, I'm here. here. I'm here. That's <laughs> true. So it's very important. I think you need to find time. I mean, I'm very relatable. Um, same thing. I go out. I'm checking my phone. Sometimes we're messaging our mom, obviously. That's the first thing. So that's the biggest, like, guilt because I could be there. I could be there. What time are you coming? I have to, you know. Yeah. So we're lucky enough to can do things. Like you mentioned, camping. So I can go camping on my own. Lucky enough, my mom will, will keep and him for a day or for two son. nights. I mean, that's how your child. So that's exactly now. Do it with him, but uh-huh. Exactly. But that's if you want time, it to be your window. alone time. <laughs> Exactly, you can go, but will I enjoy it if I'm still thinking about her? Exactly. And now, um, as she's growing up, luckily she um, she can do more things with me. That's it. That's so it. at least now and it's even like I don't okay, feel I'm less guilty things. with her staying with my mom because she can play on her own. Yeah, do crafts, yes, like, exactly. It's beautiful to share. I mean, one of the I think it's the most beautiful thing when you become a mother is that you see them doing the things that you love and they no, share with you. Exactly. Yes. I take him to watch sunrise with me. I take him. But oh, when sweet. he was a baby, baby, and like we couldn't share the same things that I love, I I kind of dropped out everything just to be with him and he became my work as it should be you know but but it's, it's a short period of time you miss it anyway like you feel and then you feel guilty like why am i missing doing things on my own and i have this precious human looking at me and i'm just i'm his world you know like he doesn't know anything else you're, mm. you're, but you're, you're still you're, you but still. you miss that part of you and that's something you learn how to adjust and balance and you find okay. a good but again having a good support system I think is the key, whether and, it's friends, partner, family, whatever. They're so good. Now, I, I think you will relate the most. Mm-hmm. Since my daughter spends a lot of time with my mom, then I feel guilty for my mom. It's true, because then what so, about her life? Like, uh, she's still like young, she, she, she raised you know? us. You know, so exactly. So I feel guilty. That's, yeah. But that's another guilt. That's a bigger So sometimes guilt. I just feel guilty mm-hmm. about my mom rather than my... So like guilt is... She'll be is fine, a, exactly. Our daughter is fine. She's continuous. playing. She yeah. know, she knows she knows where I am. 
Because sometimes I call her. I'm like, like can I take her gone. with me there? Please, I'll, I'll come. She'll be like, no, keep her. She's like, no, no, exactly. she's, oh, she's okay. Oh, no, go. They're super if it's, happy. If it's I mean, a beach day, oh, look, Bravo, Tamil Crafts. So I'll be like, okay. And they changed oh. from the time they were with us. And now it's, now it's changing. Them, now I want like, her with me. I don't know. They're more, you know, like my mom, for example, because my dad That's was always it. the same. Um, but my mom now is more relaxed. Like she doesn't, she was obsessed with cleaning. Now with Oli, she doesn't mm. really care if he makes I, a mess. Even she my mom changed it. So best, like, yes. Where were you? Like, my mom was relaxed, always you know? with this my, thing. As long as my dad was like that. But my fun. mom was, same. I love you, mommy, if you're watching this. But <laughs> she was, you know, like the one that, she was the bad cop at home. <laughs> like the one that's on it with education yeah. and this and that. My dad was the one fun taking us out and doing all these mm. things so they have a good balance a good balance that's so, that's so final question before we move into the closing <laughs> so society often focuses on the challenges of young motherhood and we've pretty much focused a lot on them today as well but can you share some of the joys and the rewards that come with raising children there's a good lot stuff. of joys i mean especially now um at first i was like um, maybe i'm not i'm just not made to be a mother or it wasn't meant for me. No. Like, I never planned it in my brain. I was never... I had friends who were like, oh, I want to be a mother when I grow up. And, like, I was never um, so inclined to be a mom. It wasn't always my top... It was never my top priority, to be honest. But now, as she grows and I, I learn these things about her, how she's, like... A person on her own like she has her own character and like she, she seeing myself in her is so scary oh my um, God. <laughs> but they're so. all very beautiful even what I plan for her like okay I'll take her this place so and excited. I see her having Some fun and enjoy from... I'm like taking photos and then showing them to my friends I'm like you know this is nice this is wholesome mini me this mini is uh, have a best buddy that's constantly even the things that I plan for her mini I secretly days. enjoy like if we're going to Disneyland it. or to the playground I need like... to be a kid again for me that's of course awesome. that's another I can plus. be messy I and can you, be and yes. loud I can you know and like, now I understand why people say I'm going to say this in Maltese, though. It fall at fall. You have to be young yes. as well because you need energy. Plus, you yes. need to be, sure. or, or at least young at heart. You don't you have to be young on your ID card. Yeah. Exactly, because they enjoy you enjoying what they enjoy. Mm -hmm. So if she's playing, want she doesn't them. want to play alone. She wants me to play with oh, her. So I'll be like, alone. okay, I'm a jigsaw puzzle. But like she no, wants she me wants to, to do it with her. Yeah. So, you had, so exactly. I had a misconception about this. Like oh, I'll buy her toys and she'll, she'll play. play and we'll be fine. And I'll work on my dance. She'll be there. No. But no. Sure. They, they want, want attention. Yes, for sure. yeah. What about you, Leanne? Amira is very attached to me. It's like to the point that we sleep literally face to face, hand in hand. So she's very attached. Like we were saying, if, if we're doing a puzzle, if I don't do one move, she won't, she won't play. Like of Thankfully, she still plays on her own. And now she's more like, yeah. you know, with dolls and everything. But still, they're baking you, like, they're making you a cake that you have to, mm, you know, taste it. You have to taste it. <laughs> so, food coming oh, that's way. really important Time. for them as well. So I think, yes, I think um, we are very, very close. Hopefully, we'll stay like that. And I think we will because... Sure. I mean, that's another plus of me being young. I mean, even now, sometimes, obviously, we're tired. We're all tired after a day, you know. So sometimes even I'll be like, 
Like, you People know, don't really. Yeah. I'm don't tell fear. She speaks a lot at the moment, like every, every, every second. Questions. She, everything. So why much is questions. this green? Like, why is can that I, Can brown? I do this? Can I do everything? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it gets tiring cute. for me that I'm, 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 I'm in my 20s. So sometimes I'd be like, oh, what, what if I'm, I'm like 40? Like my mom obviously gets more tired than me. Yeah. But obviously, and you have to remain calm. And I never, I never, it never crossed my mind how, how smart they are at a very young age. Yes, yeah, so I think like adults, kids basically. nowadays. That's, that's what I, point, that's what so I try. Oh, they're amazing. Every day, every day she, she comes up with these new words. I don't know where she's... Or like, uh, I don't know. They ask really, this morning, because I was like, okay, I can mention this. And this morning she woke up, literally woke up next to each other. And the first question she said, did it hurt... Did, did it hurt your tummy when I when I was born? Oh. Like, did you dream about this? <laughs> she said, "No, I'm thinking it now." Ah, Why are you thinking? Because I was think thinking of... of having a baby, but I'm scared. Oh, yeah. So, and obviously, with being both of us have girls, I think they're already um so like maternal. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, which sometimes it scares me. Ella because I don't want her to be worried. Uh, uh, she's worried. Exactly. Ella already before she sleeps. Like, like, did I already. do all my homework? Did I forget she, anything same. at school? Oh, no. um, and then go to sleep. She stops the homework. I'm like, listen, think happy thoughts. Let's uh, let me. I, I tell her to breathe. Sleep. Like I have to tell her, Amelia, breathe. Yes, breathe in. And then when I'm crying, obviously, so and that, then that, she, that's she stops and she's like. But will you will you someday die? I'm like no, no don't not these I don't questions. Have... You're six. <laughs> she's she's lost like Amelia. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What were some yes. of the joys for you? Um, a lot. So, um, I think throughout the whole, I think five years you're mentioning. Um, so as I'm saying now, everything like. Even just talking with her, like I have a best friend all the time. If I'm crying, she's like, Ma, she, she does, obviously, they do what you do with them. So if I'm crying, she's like, breathe. Mommy, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> you know, like recently our, our cat died and I took it obviously so bad. It was like my childhood baby. And I was worrying for her. I'm like, Lalo and Amelia's going to find out. I didn't even tell her on the day. I told her the day after. And then she was like, but he was old. So I'm like, I was worrying oh. for you. I, I, I was like, I wanted a You're best, smart you know. <laughs> She's so Our smart. Is at, but at the same time, yes, it does scare me a bit that she worries home. a lot. Because I so, couldn't tell her that he died. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so he's a, and now she's like, um, Cause no, can no. we go see him? Like <laughs> they don't allow adults. Yeah, it's no, only no. cats. So, but they take good. They're care so of him. smart. They come up with. What Too smart sometimes. Mine is uh, way younger than, than them. So it's the joy, I think, is when you watch... And now he's starting first to communicate. Step, first, that everything first. first. Everything is, first, is like new. About the first. And... He's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I love him so oh much. Oh my god! It's he's he's too cute. I can't like even when he does something naughty. It's true. You, you can't. Have... I mean, I try to to shout a bit, but you know, like to kind of put. But it's not like you're. They're too innocent. You're, but they're so like you have to understand that they're, they're learning innocent. everything from scratch. They're not programmed in a way, so you have to be very very patient. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to see them learn and grow on their own and by mimicking you and like so for me it's that's the joy I mean if you see him running around and being happy like yesterday we took him like he was playing in the pool and everything and he was the joy for him of seeing the water splashing and clapping new. and um, for me I was the whole day in the sun I was very tired I knew that when we get home 
it's not going to end there. Like I'm going to chill on the sofa. Uh-huh. There's food, and exactly. this, but to see him smile and like looking at the photos, and you know, like you become that mom. Or like you look at the, when you're at work, they you sleep. Just, they sleep. I'm sure you're going to pick this. the conversation with someone She's to next show them. To me oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing yesterday. her photos. Like everything is new. So even mm-hmm. him trying food, most of it goes everywhere, and then his hair. But then he manages as like now him he's managing to eat on his own with a spoon. And for me, it's like winning the lottery. But it's, yes. we spent months with yes. him working on. His curly hair, he has curly hair, uh-huh. with stuck, stuck in his hair and we watch him right after he eats. Was it, It's a lot of patience I think, and a lot of time. I think my biggest win but was when jo- she learned to go to the bathroom on her own. Ah, so we're still getting there. To like she watch her, her go and come going back to be very and, and, like, and you were staying at the same place? Yes, amazing. It's like, more so, he. But now she said they're their own person. Mm-hmm. You can't expect Amelia them. now is doing like a, she's going through a baby phase where she acts like she's a baby. So mm. mama feeds me. So oh, now we're back. But obviously yes, I know it's like yes. playtime for she, her. But she wants attention. Ah, that's <laughs> what it means. Yeah. So <laughs> we're at our close, I think slightly over time but slightly so i'm gonna ask you all a bit of a a different question okay so denise yes firstly what advice would you give to society at large to better support and empower young women who become mothers at a young age be kind (laughs) just be kind everyone is different not everyone has a support system. Not everyone is mentally mm. capable of uh, supporting their own self. Not everyone has uh, finances or the best job or whatnot or the plans of becoming a young mother. So, like, just be kind before you judge them. Like, you have to think these women these young women don't even know what their plan is yet and you're already judging it Mm -hmm. so they they're already going through enough without you judging them so it's fine they're judging themselves they're doing it for you don't even need to judge them so like just be kind and Mm -hmm. look at them as a person and not just as someone a a vessel carrying a baby they're also people who need to take care of their brain still have a career in front of them choices to make places to buy with the money that we don't have (laughs) (laughs) so like uh, just be kind and that's all I think and maybe if you're not kind maybe you should educate yourself yeah no I think that's very spot (laughs) on especially in Malta um Leanne Mm -hmm. reflecting on your journey what lessons or perhaps insights have you gained that you wish you had known sooner like that you wish you Mm. had known when you were just becoming a mother so what I wish I knew before yeah Mm. I think the first thing is that it gets better like you adjust obviously because the first few years is like you always I feel like we always think like when she's two when she's three it's like it gets better but it does I mean it gets better it changes but Uh it changes and you're more used to it like I'm you know every every year in school is different so it's kindergarten and you're so yes adjust new challenges every time new challenges um what else i think i also um like we have mentioned from in the beginning of the podcast we were saying we were talking about mainly about ourselves mm-hmm. that you have to help yourself mm-hmm. like happy mom so i think i wish i knew that um, you would need need more support so like mm-hmm. in the beginning I used to want to do it on my own mm-hmm. like my ways mm-hmm. but they know more than us like 
you know, you have to accept the help that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and also from your friends. I mean, if they, they must, for instance, my friends, they don't have kids, but still, you know, you need the support. You need mm-hmm. to stay like yeah. true to, to what you do. Cause then you like, you forget Very about true. yourself. So I think that. Amazing. <laughs> and, um, Nicole, what advice would you give to other women facing similar situations? Um, to stay super calm and as they said um, everything will be okay like we adjust we uh, we get used to things um, don't get like social media nowadays especially there's a lot of influencers out there that post this motherhood thing as being you know like this picture perfect even their aesthetics on Instagram everything's amazing and then you look at your house and it's a mess and everything you know like that kind of puts a lot of pressure because you kind of say, ooh, I'm really not doing it right. So just go with the flow of your own body, of your child. Just be super patient as well. Like the kids, they deserve a lot of love and care and attention. And if you get anxious because they're not doing something right, they don't know any better. You know, you have to be the one that teaches that these things. So you have to be very patient. I think that's the best advice I can give and the rest will just follow. If I managed, honestly, like I am very clumsy, I'm chaotic, I'm, I, nothing ever goes as planned. I never followed any rules. I always kind of do things the opposite. And so far, I think I'm managing quite well. So of course. beautiful. I you think got it. Combined. <laughs> if I manage, well, you will, do, you will too. Your advice will definitely <clears throat> be useful to women out there across all ages, so. really, you know, as in you all said I very powerful so. things. Ladies, I want to thank you all for coming thank on you the for show having us. <laughs> so much. And uh, yeah, thank you once again to everyone involved um, during the season. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Thank you.